And we're back with another episode of Buddy's Podcast. Uh, Chris is currently running around the studio like Manute Bowl. Here we go, episode 80-something. Right. (laughs) Six shots. Gussing out the bando. A nigga jury real metal like a pan. No I went from rag to riches to a feature with tip. I went from smart car to a bitch with some smart lips. And that hip made my hip limp. I'm going fishing with these little bitty strip dips. And my bank roll kind of big dip. Woo. She gonna bring it on a big ship. Uh, quite trail, no quick trip. I got jugs in the island, no tip. Yeah, you wasn't really losing at that point. Right. It's hard to lose there. Yep. All right. We are back. We back. We back. For, any, for anybody who doesn't understand the reference about the Minute Bowl thing, Chris, would you love to enlighten the, the the fans of the show? Man, was never, you know, sitting up, never sober, apparently, in an NBA game. <laughs> never. Was drinking Heineken's, just, you know, dicks out for a Rambi style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It apparently, is running around. I, I forget who, you, when you sent it over, I forget mm. who it said, said it. Yeah, it was they, one of his but, old teammates, I think, from Denver. Yeah, but they said he just walked around the locker room naked drinking Heineken's, and he never played a sober game <laughs> once in his Dude, entire I career. I love hearing stories with those types of athletes. Right. Because uh, I heard one the other day, like, I was just so happening to walk past the TV because uh, it was the day that they announced that the MLB had basically granted major league status to the Negro Leagues finally. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Uh, so, you know, and uh, one of the guys uh, – because around the horn was on so he was sitting there like yeah he was like the best part of the negro leagues were the stories that you heard he was saying uh it was one player i forgot his name he was like yeah the guy was so quick he could be in bed before the lights were on so he was saying how you know he would sit up and bet other players yo because they still stayed in like those roach motels yeah so he's like hey watch this i bet you i could turn off flick the light switch and hop into bed before the lights actually turn fully off and was just racking up bets off of it because he was fast enough to do it. <laughs> like, dude, how fast do you have to be to do that? Though? Right. Like, man. That's crazy. Now that we actually talk about that, I just did a quick Google uh-huh. quick Google search. It's literally like we didn't plan any right. of this. So we're just hopping into just some random it. topic. Uh, I just Googled the best drunk stories in sports. The right? way box come up. So this is a top 20. This actually okay. so far so good. Uh Gary Payton gets drunk and convinces Allen Iverson to stop practicing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're talking about, like, you remember, like, the infamous practice speech, you know, from Allen oh, Iverson? Yeah. But this is, like, one of the things that led up to this is, like, Gary Payton got all wasted and took Allen Iverson out and basically was like, yeah, we don't practice. Like, Man. I ain't fucking practicing. That's kind of funny, actually. Dude, that's hilarious. Because I was like, did you hear about the... um? The story of like how Denver, when Melo and AI and JR were there, they would just be like shooting pool at halftime and smoking. Buns. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I would have loved him on that team. I'm sorry. Like, morale was at an all time high. <laughs> right. And actually, uh, before the show, we were talking about just the crazy fucking tear that LeBron's been on his career. Yeah. Basically, ridiculous. Not. Uh, uh, and he, like, insane. He's not human. Yeah. I mean,. You basically said, you know, if he averages 25 points a game, he's got literally like three or four years before he passes yeah. Kareem as the all-time so, score. It was something I saw the other day where I think it was Gilbert Arenas was telling Brian, like, he was comparing Bronny to LeBron. Mm-hmm. He was like, dude, he's literally you, just a better shooter. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I know, you know, athletes, kids never live up to the hype, 
But that comparison is scary. A better shooting LeBron. Because LeBron didn't really Wait, get to who? Well, sorry, I was like comparing LeBron to his son at their age. Oh, shit. Yeah, he was like, he literally does everything that you do at that age, but he can shoot better than you. Because that was really one of his be- biggest holes when he first got in the league. His shooting wasn't the best. Right. And then he finally hit the point. Oh, uh-oh. What we got notifications for? I don't know. Bla- Colin Coward's Blazing 5. I literally just turned on, like, that's the first time I've heard a notification on my phone since for like a year i don't know why i'd turn it on today yeah that's cool um go ahead sorry i was listening oh uh, um but yeah like it's just it's crazy oh, though brownie like, james yeah because like a little pothead dude <laughs> did you hear that story about oh yeah kid? dude that was hilarious yeah it, that was hilarious to me because it's like man come on brownie come on like i don't care that you do it <laughs> yeah but just be smart. Yeah. That was my only thing. Don't like, do dude, it. Don't do it with the phase kids. You can literally get your dad in so much trouble for that. Right. So much trouble. And he's in L.A. They got the good shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, like, be just be smart. Just be smart, kids. Yeah. If you, if you're gonna do stuff like that, be smart about it. Don't be an idiot and post yourself online. Right. Um. Reason I brought up LeBron and all of that because we were talking about Ricky Davis. And apparently had like the hangover miracle game. Uh-huh. Um, according to it, uh, Ricky Davis's trainer, Davis and his entourage gulped down 19 bottles of Patron Bruh. and then attempted to set the Elvis Memorial on fire. <laughs> and then after all of this, the trainer says Davis went out and nearly put up a triple double the next day. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Who was, who was, uh, oh, it was Andre the Giant. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they say he would just drink beer after beer. Yeah, after they said beer. he could put down like forty and like not be drunk. Yeah, but I mean, when you're that big though, yeah, it, it kind of makes sense. Now, as I looked up a list, one of my favorites, Doc Ellis, the no hitter on LSD. Oh, I watched like a full documentary on that. Yeah, it was actually pretty interesting too. Like he went out there and fully blowed out on acid. Like yep. forgot he was on the mound most times and went and <laughs> throws a fucking no hitter. Like, dude, what? How talented do you have to be to be able to do that? Right. I wonder what that. I I've never looked at like what else he's done in his career. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see what his like career stats are, but apparently that's got to be that that's his best game, right? Yeah, that was you go his out and you throw game. a no hitter. Yeah, like a no hitter is pretty much like you know, the like that's the pinnacle of being a pitcher. Yeah, but that in a perfect game. Yeah, but perfect games are less likely to happen than a no hitter. Yeah, I mean anybody who knows like golf, they know about John Daly is just. Like the dude out there just pounding a fucking case, you know? Yeah. But they said apparently he plays better drunk, like according to the actual stats. Nah. Uh, this one they got a whole fucking "It's Always Sunny" episode. Oh yeah. Dedicated about the Wade, Wade Boggs. Boggs. Drank sixty four <laughs> roadies on a flight. Nah, that's crazy. He went from from New York to the West Coast. That's 16 there was man. a 16 hour flight. He claims that he drinks 45, but it's rumored that he drinks 64. Sheesh. Jesus. That's insane. I mean, I I like you know, in some of my, you know, crazier nights, I can put down like 35. Man. And that's a lot of fucking beer, dude. Like yeah, you're it is. like like you put on 10 pounds the next day, you know? Like dude. that's that's a lot of beer. So, funny thing that happened last week. <laughs> I sat up and I was looking at my closet and I'm like 
fuck, I've made some stupid ass jersey decisions. Okay, I'm looking. Let's hear it. What do you got? I was like, like I literally made a Facebook post. Like, does anyone know someone that they do not love and care about very much, and they want to give an Eric Ebron jersey to? You I was bought an through, Ebron jersey, dude. I, look, it was when I was really, really drinking the Lions Kool Aid. Because remember that time I had that uh, plug on jerseys for a second? Yeah. So I had the Ebron, I had the Slay, and the Stafford. Yep. You did buy an Ebron jersey, yep. you fucking idiot. I did buy a fucking <laughs> Ebron jersey. Someone's wrong with me. And then you know what? You know what else? I, a Drummond jersey. You know what oh, else? I, you know what else I got? Actually, you bought that when we went to the Pistons game. Yep, I did. No, I bought the. Uh, it was the Blake jersey, actually. Oh yeah. Which the Blake okay. jersey is a good investment. Yeah, for another year. I mean, even then, I I don't yeah, think Blake's, it was a good jersey. Though. I don't think Blake's really gonna leave Detroit on bad terms. True. Yeah, like the thing is, like Andre Drummond, we just we couldn't get him we, out of here we fast enough. Up. Yeah, like. I think the city of Detroit loves Blake Griffin. I, wish, I, I do. I just wish that he we would have went he somewhere. Be, yeah, we wish he could be healthy, and we wish we didn't have to pay him so much. No, I wish he would have went somewhere that wouldn't have wasted his career. That too. Because Blake Griffin is Dude, deserving of a he championship. He should have got a ring. Yeah. yeah. I saw a nice comparison earlier, too. Was that me? Was that you? That oh, was me, I think. <laughs> I couldn't tell yeah. if it was me or not. <laughs> no, I saw a nice comparison earlier. It was like Zion Williamson is basically Blake Griffin. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like how did I not see that before? Yeah, they're literally the same. Could definitely person. make that comparison. Both were kind of very injury prone early on, too. You know, just highlight reels, highlight reels, dunking out the gym, mm-hmm. man, like just freakish athletes. Yeah, it's just Zion's built more like a tank. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> That's a freight train. Coming Blake Griffin just looked like the guy that was just way more athletic than Dude. everyone. All right, let's be real. Coming down the lane, you got to take a pick from somebody. Who you rather taking a pick from? I mean, take a, well, you got to take a charge from somebody. Who you rather taking it from, LeBron Blake. or Zion? Oh, LeBron or Zion. Like, I feel like it's it's pain either way. It is. It's but I feel, I feel like LeBron might be a safer bet there. I honestly feel like it might be a safer bet to take a charge from LeBron. Like LeBron today or LeBron early in his career? Oh, early in his career, definitely. Like rookie LeBron? Bro, I'll take that charge over uh, rookie Zion any day. Yeah, I feel like Zion's just bigger and more reckless. Because LeBron came in, he was... He was a little muscular, but he was still a little frail guy somewhat. Yeah, and LeBron also knew that he was going to be great for 30 years. Exactly. So he's like, yeah, I'd rather do LeBron. Yeah. I'd rather take the charge from LeBron, not rather do LeBron. Dude, like you mentioned in Blake, I'm like, low-key, I feel like Blake will just disrespect you. Yeah. Do you recall like that week where the Clippers and Lakers were playing and Blake Griffin just kept putting Paul Gasol on posters in the most disrespectful ways? Dude, I mean, even (laughs) back when, yeah, I do remember that. And it was like when Gasol was like, a legit great player, too. right? Like when they were winning championships, yeah, or they won a championship. Dude, it was one. Um, he came up for a rebound. Gasol thought he had it. You just see Blake come over his head, and it's just like, oh no. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like before the injuries, man. Blake was like, he was just a highlight reel every yeah, fucking every, every day on Sports yeah. Center, um, but especially in college too. Mm-hmm. Was it? Wasn't his brother on his team in college? Yeah, it was him and Taylor. They were yeah. both playing at Oklahoma. I don't. Man. I heard something that Taylor did make it to the league, but I don't. I don't remember. I don't ever. I don't remember him actually him. playing in the league. Yeah, I thought they were both just going to come in and just dominate the league. I didn't think they were going to dominate. The only siblings I felt could have had a chance to dominate, I felt the Lopez twins had a chance to do it. Yeah, but the Griffins, I was like, no, Blake was a special one. Yeah, he was definitely. I mean, a he clearly one. was. He yeah. was the one that was just dunking over everybody every exactly. night. Exactly. <clears throat> I can't believe like him and like the Chris Paul teams never actually managed to win a ring. It's the Clippers. That's all it is. Yeah. Like some some organizations are just cursed 
until I see them pull it off, I do not believe it. What's going on with them right now? Why is everybody making a big clown on them right oh, now? Oh, because apparently um, it came out <clears throat> one of Kawhi's uncles, once again, it's always Kawhi's uncle, um, had basically promised Jerry West, yeah, Kawhi will sign with y'all, but I'm going to need this. He was like, I'm going to need you know, a, a traveling expense account. I'm going to need y'all to buy me a house and a car, this, that, or the other. What? You know, all this stuff, like a couple million worth of stuff. Yeah. And so apparently Kawhi signed, they never gave him his stuff. So now he's trying to sue in court to get his stuff. And the NBA is looking into it because they're trying to figure out, was this technically tampering? Did this, did these conversations happen before or after free agency started? Yeah. If it happened after and during free agency, because remember Kawhi kind of waited a long time in free agency. He did. Yeah. He waited like five days yeah. to so like it, make a decision. If it happened during free agency, hands are clean you know it's just y'all need to handle that and you know however you need to handle yeah, but it. everybody knew that he was a free agent of course it happened yeah, beforehand exactly so you know of course it did like he was he was leveraging everything because he was it was like is toronto gonna sign him yeah uh la was another or the lakers were another prospect yep who else was it, it was like miami uh no, i don't think miami was or brooklyn or something there was another there was another like serious contender the Clippers, well, that's where he went. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think because I know my ideal scenario for him was Portland, even though I knew it wasn't going to work because they didn't have well, the they money. They didn't have the cap. Yeah, they didn't have the cap space. Matthews and yeah. honestly, though, dude, uh, Robert Covington is a pickup for them. That might be a nice move this year for Portland. Yeah, Do like they still have Mello. Yep, they still got Mello. The uh, they've still got Nurkic. They don't have. They let Whiteside go. But they brought in Harry Giles from a uh, Sacramento. Where did Whiteside go? He's in Miami. He's in Sacramento. Oh, yep. Which is it's ironic. You basically swap players between those two uh, from franchises. Yeah. But yeah, um, like they honestly, Portland might catch a few people slipping because a lot of people are trying to act like Portland has no chance at all. But like it's those teams where you don't pay attention to them and don't think that they're a threat to make the conference finals. Yeah. That will just get on a tear. Just because they got a point to prove. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It was like two years ago, they looked like when they went to the Western Conference. Yeah. It was like, man, Portland's going to be the team. They were a wing player away. Yeah. And, and they away. lost, what's his name, like right in the playoffs. Yep. Nurkic. Nurkic yeah. So it was like, once they get him back, they're going to be good. And then they came out yep. pretty much like almost a lock to miss the playoffs last yeah. season right before the lockout. Yep. And they wound up making COVID. it. Yeah. And then yeah. making it. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Uh, anywho, uh, we've got NFL to talk about. Yep. I mean, we're, Good game we're last like night. a quarter Good of the game. way through the show already. <laughs> right. Good game last night, though, man. Like, it was. Oh, my God. Beautiful. Dude, that's like, I was texting you, and I was like, just sitting, I was just laying in bed watching the game. And I was like, man, if this was the Super Bowl game, like, this would be, like, one of the better Super Bowls that we've seen, you yeah. know? Like, just with, like, all of the storylines attached to that game, it was like, you know, the starting quarterback goes down. Yeah. Mariota like comes in. first quarter. Yeah, Mariota comes in, you know, plays lights out, but then, you know, throws the late interception, and it wasn't even on him. It bounced off the receiver, mm. you know, and then the team who gets the pick. Like, Mariota looked good last He night, did. And, like, that was the best I think I've seen of Marcus Mariota outside of Oregon. He's had some games, a few games. That good, Very, though, very far and few between in that Tennessee. That good. Like, cause well, he was, remember the game where he, he at one point he didn't miss a throw for the longest. 
Like he was just making completion after completion well, I mean, for a he second. Realistically, only went like thirteen of eighteen or something. Or no, no, he ended up getting up to like twenty. Yeah, I think it. he had about twenty completions. Yeah. yeah. So those towards the end of the game where he was, yeah, he was kind of dialed in. Yeah. But I mean, think about like the Tennessee game where he fucking caught the pass. Yeah. Remember, like he threw it and it got tipped, yeah, and then he caught and he it, and ran it in it. for a touchdown, and yeah. it was like a game winner. Yeah. Like he's had some games in Tennessee. I mean, yeah. and he he took those guys to the playoffs a couple of times. He like, did. granted, it's it was kind of on the back just, of a really good defense. And something was just missing with him. Like, I don't know what it was that they couldn't figure out to get him over that hump, but it would be games where it's like, dude, can he throw? Oh, no, he was terrible in Tennessee, but yeah. he, he did have, like, just those outlier games. Like, it was pretty much like his rookie year and his second year where he really had those games yeah. where he looked good. Yeah. And then after that, it was just constantly declining. Yeah, and then it was like it was always the games too when they were like it seemed like Tennessee was out of it and they would just you know kind of stay in the hunt. Yeah, and it was like on the back of Mariota. Yeah, um, I mean that was the eternally. only reason that was the only reason that they you know that he kept his job for so long. Yeah, because he would just you know make those wins when he needed to. Right. But, um, dude, Darren Waller. I mean, you saw what he did yesterday. Yeah. God. I mean. Think about like some of the other. I mean, it, it's it's not even close. Kelsey's here. Yeah, he, Kelsey's he's, there. He's at the very tippity top. Yep. I mean, when you compare him to most wide receivers, he's just still there. Like he's the number one receiver in the league right now. Right. Yeah. Um, having that said, I mean, there's not a lot of guys that are better than yeah. Warren. I mean, you know, Kittle. It, it was Kittle, but Kittle has injury concerns now. Yeah, you know? I mean he's he's always kind of been hurt, but when he's out there, Kittle's the when man. He's out there, yeah. But you I mean, can argue that Kittle's up there with Kelsey. I can't say that. The reason why I can't say that, Kelsey don't miss games. Kittle will miss games. I'm just saying when he is yeah. out there, like Kelsey for sure is up here. Right? That's fair. That's fair. I just I hold it against Kittle because I'm like, if you're missing games, because it's like when they were like, yeah, Gronk's the most dominant tight end. I'm like, eh, but how many games is he playing a season? Right. Like, he was missing so much time. It's like. You know, can I really trust you to be effective? And are you going to be healthy when I need you most in the playoffs? Yeah, but Gronk is like Kittle, man. They're just they're they're monsters dude, when they're out there. I think Brady would possibly be, you know, well the two. Mm, oh, because he had Gronk one of the uh, the second game against Eli, wasn't it? I think Gronk was there that second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think Brady would have actually had you know two more rings at a minimum if Gronk would have been healthy because he was such an X factor in that offense. When Gronk was in, you couldn't stop that offense. Right. But when he was out, you can find ways to disable Edelman. You can find ways to disable the run game and take away other guys that Brady was going to feed. Yeah. Yeah. But with Gronk it's like, all right, unless you literally had like, you know, a Luke Cleekey out there, you can't guard him. Well, not even that. I mean, even I mean, even Keekly that, was like it was still the one guy who could kind of take the underneath away. But yeah. outside of that, I mean, you had to have the best safety in football. You had to have the best two partnered with a with a nickel corner. You know, covering the you know short outside stuff. Yep. You couldn't guard him. No, you couldn't. I it mean, was just unguardable. Yeah. Um. I mean, Gronk in seasons that he's healthy. Uh, you know, I'd be willing to bet whatever on this dude. Yeah. I guarantee he's got you know any games over thirteen games played. Mm-hmm. You know, he's right around a thousand yards. Yeah, easily. With, you know, close to double digit touchdowns. Yep. I mean, he was a, you just, you couldn't stop him. Yeah. Um, Kittle's right around that. But what I was saying, I, I, I mean, like Mark Andrews. Yeah. He's not touching he's, Darren Waller. Yeah, he's, Andrews taking a step back. Waller's definitely up there. Yeah. You know, as far as great tight ends. I mean, Hawkinson's good. Mm-hmm. He's not Darren Waller. He's not. Nah, because 
Hawkinson is going to give you a lot outside of the passing game too. Yeah. But Waller's just such a threat in the passing game. It's ridiculous. I mean, he reminds me a lot of Antonio Gates. Yeah. Yep. Like just it. a big frame, yep. a guy, a guy that can get open. Yeah. Make um, plays happen. But I th- I think he's a lot more physically talented than Antonio Gates was. Yeah. I think Antonio so I think Gates he's just faster had, too. Yeah. I think yeah. Antonio Gates just had such a good rapport with Philip Rivers. Yeah. Andrew Brees too. True. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um. But yeah, I mean, outstanding. Um, Josh Jacobs didn't flash it as much last night, but I mean, yeah. he's one of the best runners. Did you see that movie put on the dude on the outside? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was a killer juke, dude. Man, Elway talked about it for like three plays after that. <laughs> like, well, we're not standing move. He put it on the outside. Right. <laughs> well, you gotta just go. I can't stand games that Joe Buck and John oh Elway call, God. dude. Like, I hate it that I started watching more baseball over the last year or so, cause man. Having to listen to Joe Buck during football season and baseball season when you watch games on Fox, right? Oh my god, yeah. dude! Like I don't, I, I don't understand. And he's a that. little better at baseball. He's a little bit better. I at agree. Baseball. Yeah, I agree. But uh, he just makes it sound like such a generic game. Yeah, <laughs> you know? like it's it, at least with Collinsworth when you get. Here's a guy. <laughs> yeah, but you also have Al Michaels, who's exactly. like, who's actually good yeah, at his job. Al Michaels yeah. is like, I'll play second fiddle to this guy. You yeah. know, just let him say the crazy shit that he's gonna say. Like, just let him ha- have his heart on for Aaron Rodgers, real quick. Right. You know, here's a guy a few times, and yeah. all right, we're gonna get the actual stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. I actually like Collinsworth. A lot of people he's don't like him. Me. I like him. Yeah, like I, as long as he's not calling a Rodgers game, I'm fine. But when it's when he's calling a game for a quarterback that he like is absolutely in love with, yeah. Oh my god! It's like, dude, do do you want to get a room with this guy? Right. <laughs> like, I understand being a fan, but come on. Yeah. Well, he's so in because he's got the you know the whole PFF thing. Yeah. So he takes that shit just as as, as gospel. Yeah. You know, he does. like everything that PFF has, like he's on that guy's nuts. Yep. But I I, I do like Collinsworth. Yeah. I hated him in Madden. I think. Oh, he, dude, that's why I couldn't stand him right. so much. He was the worst in Madden. And you you know what's funny now too. Because uh, since they swapped him out, in those rare games where I'm like, you know, watching a game and I hear uh, Brandon Gauden doing commentary, yeah, I'm like, oh god, that guy's guy, yeah, that, that guy kind of drives me nuts. Yeah, like he's for Madden, he's solid. He's solid for Madden because I love the aspect of him and Madden where he brings up that it's a video game. So like, if yeah. you're if you're racking up the score, he's like, hey, luckily it's a game, or else you know those guys will be out there fighting right, right now, right, right. <laughs> You know who was the worst Madden commentator in the history of the game? Who? Oh. Uh, Phil Sims. Do you remember? The, it was probably like, it was in like the dark times of Madden too, like yeah. 2016, 2017. Oh yeah, I think I remember that. 2015. Uh. It was like 15 through 18 or something like that. But my God, I I literally like would turn the sound off and just turn music on yeah. when I was playing. Uh. I couldn't listen to him. It was some dark years in Madden. Yeah. Well, he's got like that southern accent. Like I can't watch CBS games when he's calling them. Really? Like Romo, Romo paired with him, kind of you know balances it out. Well, Romo always does it with what's his name. I thought he was doing it with Sims. Oh, I would never. T- I would. No, I would like, mute no, it no, every it's, time. It's I hate both thing, of no. those guys. No, you know who I actually do enjoy hearing do commentary on football. Who oh, I think it's I think it's Marv Albert. Uh, the basketball guy. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. just he brings an energy. Yeah, but that guy's just good at commentating. Yeah, but it's like, dude, that energy he brings, I'm like, dog, he's on commentary? I'm here for right. it. Yes. Right. Because, man, because I, I used to like, ESPN would do a thing like every year or so 
where they'd have like you know all the different sports going and they just switch commentators from each sport so they have football guys calling basketball baseball guys calling football oh, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i actually enjoyed those games it's like you're seeing somebody else's perspective of it right and seeing how they call a commentary and some of them were actually great at the other ones yeah compared to what they're usually doing well you got to think man these guys have you ever like like you go to vegas and you sit down at a fucking poker table or a blackjack mm-hmm. table or something mm-hmm. like hundred times out of a hundred, the fucking dealer knows more about sports than the guy yep. calling the game. Exactly. You know, and like that's what these guys are like. Yeah. You know, like they can just literally just move to any sport to any and sport. they know everything that's going on. You know, what else are they doing? They're just watching sports. Exactly. Literally, like as you know, as I watch any show on ESPN, yeah, we just uh, watch sports all day on our off days, you know. Right. That's what we do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, even in times where like, you know, like sports are down, you know, or like the fucking main guys go out, yeah. you know, like that. I don't even know what season uh, to even call out here, but like, <laughs> you know, like if like the year Brady tore his ACL, yeah. you know, and it was like, oh, Peyton Manning's just going to run away with this one, yeah. you know, but like you still like I still always watched it and always looked at every team, you know, yeah. like there's there's a, there's so many people that out there that are like that. And I mean, any any given Sunday, anything can happen. Right. You never know what's going to happen on a Sunday. Yeah. Dang, we really are two weeks left in the season. Yeah. Week 15. Week. Yeah. Forgot. We got a we got a show to do here. We're just we're just going. Man, that uh, football lineup next week, literally, Friday to Monday games. Really? It's only one on Friday, though. Uh, it's like a 4 o'clock game because it's Christmas. They're going to do a couple games Saturday, some on Sunday, and then a the Monday night football game. Wait, they're doing a Christmas football game? Yep. Instead of Thursday night football on Christmas Eve, they're doing a Christmas game. Yep. That's actually pretty legit. Who's playing? They've been doing it the last few years, though. Um, Have they? Yeah, uh, I think the last couple of years they've been doing one because uh, it was one year. Was it last year that they did one? I think it was last year I saw a game one on Christmas, a football game for some reason. Because like they, they just shift the Thursday game into that slot. Yeah, uh, it's Minnesota and New Orleans on Christmas Day at 4.30. Minnesota, New Orleans? Yep. What basketball game is on at that time so I can know what I'm having picture in picture? Because, <laughs> dude, that the, NBA the, slate that day is just. I mean, oh, they Milwaukee always, and Golden State? And then Brooklyn and Boston? Oh. Dude, they always put the best basketball games on Christmas. Oh, yeah. Well, no. So, yes and no. Because every year, on, I think this is the first Christmas in a while, there's not a Knicks game. Because usually the Knicks open up Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. They have a home game, you know, on Christmas Day. And, all right, the Knicks, go ahead, you know, national television spotlight. Right. Let's Madison show them. Square. Yeah. This year they was like, no. Well, no. They, don't, they didn't earn that. It's like putting They the didn't earn it out. the other years they gave it to them. I know. But <laughs> if it's tradition, you know, you try and stick with it. But, <sighs> you know, after the whole COVID thing, you start a new tradition. Yeah. It's like, let's just do this. Plus, definitely. you know, those soulless fuckers in New York got nothing better to do but go to a basketball game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> on Christmas Day. Like, hey, we, whatever. Let's yeah. go to let's Christmas go to the morning. garden. They're like, I left my family back in fucking, you know, Minnesota to live up my dreams. I'm going right. to go to a Knicks game on Christmas morning, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm going to just drown my misery in beers. I'll watch this team kill me slowly. Yeah, I'm going to walk out drunk at four o'clock and Dude. go home and watch the Lakers. <laughs> so I saw this meme of the Knicks and I was like, damn. This is literally my entire existence as a Knicks fan. And it's a guy sitting there looking at the logo like, thanks for saving my life. And the logo is like, I'm actually ruining it. Yeah. <laughs> like, being a Knicks fan ruins you a lot. It hurts. 
Because I mean, there's you were a Knicks fan. Dude. You still are, no? Nah, look, jump that bandwagon. <laughs> so I, I I wouldn't say jump the bandwagon. Porzingis became my favorite player in the league. Yeah. When he got traded, I went with him. I was like, I can't do this no more. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially the way the trade went down. This dude, I had tickets to see the Pistons play the Knicks, I think the day of or the day after that trade. Ugh. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's Knicks and Pistons, but I always like to go to that game. It's always yeah. a fun game for me to see. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. I'm not even going. Somebody was like, so you really just going to waste your ticket? Yes. Why? What's the point of going watching the, the Pistons going? and Knicks without Porzingis? Without Porzingis, like, well, actually, the there was a uh, a couple of years ago. Was it me and you that went to the game? It was because I think we we went to that Wade game. Yeah, but that was uh, that was when we played with Miami. Yeah, it was his last game. Yeah. No, there was a Knicks game. We went to the Knicks game. We might have actually. It might have been me and you. It might have been me and Aaron. Somebody I possibly because um, I know the, like the last Knicks few Knicks games I went to. I actually went in my Porzingis jersey. Yeah. yeah, wasn't there one where he didn't play? Yeah, I think it was one or two where he didn't play. Yeah, because that's like um. And I was kind of pissed off that I went. I've been <laughs> robbed of seeing Luka Doncic in person every single season. His first season, I had tickets to the game, but I think he like sprained his ankle the night before, and then it was a snowstorm. So I was like, oh, I'm geez. not driving down to right. Little Caesars Arena in this in right. my car. No, the second year, last year. The only time the Pistons play the Mavericks out of two times, the home game for the Pistons is shifted to Mexico City. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. You want to talk about somebody pissed? Yeah, you were mad about that. We were were doing the podcast still. I was very mad. Yeah, we were doing the podcast then. You came in fucking heated. And then this year, no fans. Jesus. (laughs) I I cannot see my favorite player save my life. Right. Like, God. The best, me. the best Pistons game I think I've ever been to mm-hmm. was when we. I've been to a lot of Pistons games now that I think about it. Oh, dude, my best Pistons game was gonna top yours easily. No, I went to um, Miami mm-hmm. when LeBron, Wade, Bosch were there. I think Bosch sat out the game or he was hurt or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but we beat them like one thirty something to like one ten. Jesus, and this was like. Brandon Jennings, you know, yeah, it wasn't like a star-stacked fucking Pistons. Honestly, roster. though, that Brandon Jennings-led team was better than I expected at that time. Yeah, because they were they were pushing as like a fringe playoff team that was getting better as you know they spent more time together. Right, and then they brought in Reggie Jackson and it killed everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, they had to, right? They did not have to. They could have brought in Drew Holiday. They could have brought in Drew Holiday, which would have been even better. Would have been way better. <laughs> They were actually moving. Way better. They were. At, they really just needed to bring in a backup point guard because their backup DJ Augustine became the starter, and DJ was actually killing it as the starter. He was playing well, but they weren't winning games. <sighs> he Reggie was Jackson playing well wasn't though. Helping them win though. No, Reggie Jackson. That was. Dude, I've never seen a guy that every time I look up, he would dribble the ball out. I mean, the clock out. Everybody would collapse into the basket, and rather than kicking it out, oh, I'm gonna just go into the basket with five guys under there. Yeah. What? What are you doing? No. Right. Stop. Stop being stupid. Uh, best Pistons game I went to. I was at the Palace Brawl. You were at that game, dude. We were about to leave. Like as we we're about to walk out of the tunnel. Oh, wait, you said this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah as we yeah, were about yeah, to yeah, walk yeah. out of the tunnel, all I hear is 
Ooh, like, wait, what happened? Let's look back. Oh, it's hitting the fan. Yeah, because Jermaine oh. O'Neal cleaned up old boy on the sidelines. Dude, that was like, the, <laughs> to this day, that image is burned in my head because he literally slid. How far away were you? We were in the upper level. But, you know, the palace still had pretty good Yeah, like even when and we you were, were like up top, actually at the edge of everything. that upper level, too. Because oh, okay. it was at the point everybody was clearing out. We were getting blown out. Right. You know? Man. Not even blown out. They probably had like 80 points, you know? No, nah, I think we were down by like 18 or 20 that game. Like we were we were at Indiana was beating us bad that okay. game. Yeah. Didn't Ben Wallace fall, foul out of that game or something? Uh, no. What happened was I think his flagrant was what sparked everything because he flagrant or he flagrant Artes or Artes yeah, flagrant. Yeah, and then the dude fucking threw the beer at Artes. Yeah, because Artes <laughs> just sitting there on the fucking sideline just chilling like, yeah. hey, I'm just sit- I'm just chilling here, bro. What's good? Oh my oh, god, man. we were we were at a uh, Indiana. I almost said Indianapolis, Indiana mm-hmm. game here, like ten years after the fact. Oh. And we were probably 20, 30, you know, 20 beers in at this point. Oh, yeah. You know, it was at the palace. And we're like, Malice too. <laughs> you know, and literally Rashid Wallace, because we we're like five rows back right yeah. behind the basket, like near the home bench. And I literally saw Rashid Wallace like lock eyes with me. Like, you know, yeah. And I'm, I'm fucking hammered at this point, you know. <laughs> and Rashid Wallace locked eyes with me like, no, we don't want that again. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> let's, let's not. Because it was getting chippy towards the end of the game. Yeah. And it was like at the end of the game when we were saying this. You know what? I, I, as I think about it. I now don't think the Lions are a true to sport Detroit sports team yet. The closest we've gotten to a brawl for the Lions was Jim Schwartz and Jim Harbaugh. Oh yeah, because think yeah, about yeah. it. Detroit has had some of the greatest brawls in sports history. Right. Remember Wings and uh Capitals. Yeah. The greatest hockey brawl ever. Yeah. Bro, when the goalies met at center ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Right. And then you know all the times the Tigers got into it. Like especially, I mean, there's been tons of those. Oh, there's yeah. been tons. My favorite is always when they get into it with the Yankees, though. I just love that. Yeah, just because I like both teams. It's like ah, a lot of chippiness. The Yankees, Red Sox will never be top though. Oh no, that one. Where <laughs> fucking what's Pedro. his name? Pedro Martinez fucking slams the fucking. You know he's still playing. Uh, no, it's Manny. Uh, Manny Ramirez, Manny Ramirez. is still playing uh, yep. baseball. Yep, he's still playing now. Yeah, in his forties. I think he's over in like Thailand or something or like some that. Weird playing? Shit. Yeah, yeah, like somewhere out there. He hey. actually no, he couldn't. He could not hang with the Dominican boys. Nah, he, but he yeah, he's be, somewhere playing. Yeah, he's somewhere playing. Yeah, yeah. man, like it's just crazy. It's crazy how many brawls we've had in this city. Yeah, I mean the malice at the palace being the most. Oh, the it's most the most infamous. legendary. Yeah, most notorious. Damn, and you were at that game, man. It was. I was watching that shit on TV. Like, whoa, dude, like, this what is, is happening? Yeah, oh I was like God. watching it live. Like, holy shit, dude. Man, God, this city is. The fans can be so great sometimes, and then other times they're just pushovers. Right? Like, at Tigers games, man, that's the one thing about Tigers games. Dude, dude. like, Tigers fans. You know I go to Tigers games when they play the Yankees every year. Every time I see it, I go. I literally, like, I will pick my seat in different areas of the stadium when I go to see the Yankees. Yeah. I somehow always end up in the fucking Yankee section. Somehow it never fails. And my luck, actually, the last few years of going to Tigers games has been great. Because the last few years, I've been like one of their best games of each season. Yeah. Like, oh, just, a, just on a whim, like just on a summer night. Because like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like two years ago, me and my brother went to the game when they played the Yankees and they won an extra innings in a fucking beautiful game. Yeah. Like, ah, uh, and we we both were like, eh, maybe we'll go. And then he literally hit me up the day of like, yo, you still want to go? Right. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. 
<laughs> so did you see the article that came out two days ago? Which where one? It says Detroit Pistons had the worst offseason moves of 2020. And it was like most NBA executives said that. I didn't see that article. But I mean, considering the confusion I had post-draft, I can see why a lot of GMs would have said that. What do you think about the Jeremy Grant signing? So Jeremy Grant's a good player. Would I personally have signed him if I'm the Pistons? No, I would not. Do you know what they? You know what they're paying him? Oh yeah, they paying him too much. Three years, sixty million dollars. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's like never averaged what 12, over twelve points a game. I mean, I feel like if you're, I'm paying you twenty million a year, I'm gonna need you to, you know, you need like eighteen and ten. Yeah, you know, some, some on a nightly basis. You know, like this guy, Jeremy. Let me. Like he's a good player. Don't get me wrong, but man. Jeremy Grant's stats. I'm gonna go over, just give you a couple of because he's. I thought he was a Nuggets like homegrown guy, but uh, nah, he's, he's the guy bo- who bounced around. Yeah, he's bounced he was around. in Philly and him OKC. Has, I think him and uh, all his brothers have bounced around. Actually, okay, I take it back. In uh, two years ago in OKC, he averaged 13.6. Okay, this is his points. I'll go points per game and rebounds per game since he's mm-hmm. a power. Uh, last year, 12. Year before, 13.6. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just gonna go, you know, points per year. Year by year, eight point four, five point four, eight flat, five point five, nine point seven, six point three, low. Like you know, bench player, dude. Total rebounds per game. Here, let me give you just real quick mm-hmm. this: three point five last year. He's a power forward. Uh, year before that, five point two, three point nine, two point six, three two four three. Like that. It's not power forward rebound numbers. That's not which is why we're putting him at twenty the million a year. We're putting him at the three because of that. Well, also because you have Blake. Yeah, and you pay you pay this guy to play. Yep, exactly. God, what's a rookie? What, what does he play? Is he point guard. guard. Oh, he's a point he's guard. Point guard. Okay. Dude, he's like, Killian's actually nice. Yeah, he like he. I've seen some of his highlights so far. Kid looks good. Dude, like watching him the other night in the preseason game, I'm like, oh, all right, kid, you looking nice. Yeah, yeah, but I just like because I really don't understand. Like you brought in Josh Jackson, who was sitting fourth and death at small forward because you drafted a small forward the Who, last two uh, years somebody well say cool they drafted him yeah. last year <laughs> and this year they draft Sadiq Bay, who also plays that position yeah and Sadiq Bay's been looking good too in the preseason thus far yeah and then you know you draft Isaiah Stewart but you sign Mason Plumley and Jaleel Okafor right like I wouldn't be too mad at the Plumlee signing if we didn't draft a center in the first round, technically. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm like, no. No, that right. doesn't add up to me. And the Plumlee, I mean, he got three years, 25 mil. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, Shalil that's somewhat fair. Because he, he, he looked good down the stretch last year in Denver. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't have gave him that much, man. I mean, we know what Plum- Plumlee is yeah. uh, you know, at this point. Yeah. And Jaleel Okafor is just, you know, he's trying to prove himself again, but. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you, you're, you're lucky to get, you know, decent minutes off the bench. Exactly. You know, for something like, for a guy like that. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I feel like they did some right thing, so a few right things in the draft. Yeah. But as far as the their offseason signings. The draft was where they were great because mm-hmm. they literally got guys in places where you need them. You got a point guard, you got a wing. Yeah. And you got a center. Right. But then they masked all of that with a bunch of just bad signings. Yeah, like if I wouldn't have been shocked if they drafted, you know, I mean, if they just would have went ahead and been like, yo, Jeremy Lin, here's money to come play with us. Yeah. 
which he's, he going, with, he's going to go. Yeah, he's going, he's uh, signed to their G League team, actually, for yeah. a moment. And then they're probably going to call him up. That's where he started, though, Golden State. He started out there. Did he? Yep. He. Uh, I think they drafted him. And he was on their G League team for a second. And then he wound up in New York. And yeah. that's when Insanity started. All right. Yep. Where did he go at right after New York? I think it was Charlotte. Was it? Or Phoenix or something? Did he play ever play in Phoenix? No, I think it was Charlotte. That I don't think he went to Phoenix. Where else uh, has he played? Um, Toronto. Yeah, yeah. Um, where else? Atlanta, apparently. Let's see. Yeah, because I know Golden State brought Is him it in. Denver or something too. Yeah, or so Atlanta. He played. Yeah, Golden State brought him in, and he went to New York, and then Houston. The Lakers, Hornets, Brooklyn, Atlanta, Toronto, and he was a Beijing Duck last year. And an all-star in Beijing. Really? Yep. He's technically an NBA champion. I forgot about that. With who? Toronto. Really? He was on that Raptors team. <laughs> yep. He finally got a ring. Yep. Wow. Lynn Sanders. I mean, literally that. no help to him at all. We, we watched the... Like he literally didn't get any time play time. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> He's a nice guy though. I like Jeremy Lin. I always Th- have. Didn't he have braids recently? <sighs> so Jeremy Lin, after he started bouncing around the league, <laughs> just went through the weirdest hair phases. Yeah. Because he had that weird mohawk that stood oh, up. Oh yeah, I remember that. Um he had he locked his hair at some point too, was going like with the cornrows. Yeah. He's done so much with his hair. It's I, like, I was going to say, I feel like I saw him with, with cornrows or something. Yeah, he had cornrows for like a second. And then people were like, you shouldn't do that cultural appropriation, blah, blah, blah. And oh, then they did it up. again the when he got grew the up in the fucking league, you know? Like, Dude, like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, it's not like he was sitting there with him like, yo, 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 what up, my dog? Yeah, we into his house. No, yeah. like. Dude probably knows 30 words, but he grew up in the league and that's what he thinks looks sweet. Like, bro, he like, dude, right. come on now. Like. I like it. I, I want to see how I look with this hairstyle. Don't judge <laughs> yeah. me. Leave me the fuck alone. And Asians have like, you know, perfect hair. Yeah. You know, let them fucking do a thing. Nah. Anywho, uh, actually funny enough, I was just fucking laying on the couch and I turned on YouTube and like mm-hmm. the first suggested thing I had was the uh, Dr. Disrespect like stream today where he's just playing Call of Duty. Uh, I turned it on just kind of have, be- you know, something playing in the background. And I heard him talking about Jeremy Lin signing to the Warriors. That's the only reason I knew it. <laughs> Did you see where Twitch? Uh, oh, I got one for Twitch for you. Go ahead. Oh, dude, where they just decided to ban certain terms like simp and stuff on Yeah, there. I did see that. Yeah, it's like, but you know where that came from, right? Because uh, Facebook, I think, has like a partnership with them out of nowhere. And Facebook's guidelines for like actually governing stuff and reporting people is the absolute worst. Really? Dude, I've never watched a stream on Facebook. I don't even know what it looks like. Well, not even just like streams, but like just in general, you'll get banned on Facebook for like the dumbest things you can possibly get banned for. Really? And like as like a regular user? Yes. Like uh, earlier, uh, uh, bro, Moon got banned. And when he sent me what he got banned for, I was like, are, are you fucking kidding me? Like this, this has to be a joke. He literally got banned. They said it was hate speech for his, uh, what he said. His comment was literally, Irish people didn't own slaves. Yeah, all right. Irish motherfuckers even enslaved other Irish motherfuckers. And he didn't even say motherfuckers. He just said MF, MFS. That got flagged for hate speech by Facebook themselves. Nobody even reported it. 
They're like, yep, 30 day ban. Wait, so he can't like just he can't open the app at all? Like his like account he is just, locked. He could just scroll through. Oh, but he can't he, like he say can't, anything. He can't say anything. Can't comment anything. Huh. Eh. Like, I got like three friends like that that stay in Facebook jail like that because they literally <laughs> would just be like, "Oh, this goes against our sidelines." Like you can't even jokingly with your friends say "bitch" in a comment. You can't say "I'm gonna slap you" in a comment because you'll get banned. Really? Yes. Holy shit! It's that bad. Yeah. Like you literally have to be on pins and needles with what you post on there. Wow. But it's weird because you want to do a speed run so you can get banned f- quickest before the show ends. Because <laughs> <laughs> dude, like, it's crazy though. Because like people that try to get banned don't get banned, but people that are just trying to be like, you know, I'm just trying to do my page, you know, just be here and all this. Yeah. Nope, you banned. What did I do? You can't dispute it. We said no. What? That's crazy. Yeah, man. Did you see the girl just showing just straight pussy on Twitch? I didn't see that one. Oh, my God. It's literally all over the internet oh right now. God. She got a three-day suspension. <laughs> literally, just she's fucking busting it open, dude, on the fucking... Oh, my God. On Twitch, dude, like live streaming on Twitch. Oh, my God. It's, it's the fucking craziest thing. Like, you'll ever, like, you like, don't ever expect even, to, like... Look. How long did they even let that go for is the question. <laughs> there's only a seven-second clip. There's, like, a wrestling <laughs> promotion that actually... Got uh, they like broadcast through Twitch. Yeah. They got banned from Twitch for a second because one of the uh, wrestlers' entrance was he would come out with his wife who had money guns, and she would shoot the money guns and start twerking. And wow. they were like, "Nope, mm-mm. goes against guidelines, banned." Like, huh? yeah, <laughs> like, <That's crazy. laughs> it's, it's a little twerk. Just make it rain and twerk. Like this. It don't hurt nobody. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong you with it. You see it on every fucking, any app you open is going to have twerking literally, on Literally. The moment, like within your first minute of scrolling yeah. through. Yeah. That's what the internet is. It's like yeah. half information and half twerking. Yeah. You know? It's the booty net at right. this point. <laughs> oh my God. Fucking, oh man. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, like people getting like censored on the internet is kind of a joke. It, it really is to me because like, People get censored over the dumbest things on the internet. Yeah. But when you have the people that literally are actually doing hate speech and doing like foul stuff on the internet, you report them and it's just like, okay. So is it any action? No, it didn't go against anything. They literally called me a spear chucking porch monkey and that doesn't go against (laughs) anything. No. What? (laughs) Like what? Come on now. I mean, I don't know. It's like, dude, it got to the point. Like, there's some people who need to be, you know, fucking banned for like, you know, clearly trying to ruin somebody's exactly. Day. Like, those people need to get banned, right? But people like, it, it got to the point where when the whole, you know, like over the summer, the rioting and every and the protesting and everything was happening. Mm. If you were a black person on Facebook and you said any variation of white people, you got banned. That's like, it got to the point hilarious. where people were putting YT for white. <clears throat> And they got banned for that. I've been doing that for fucking since the internet started. But it's like, dude, you got banned for that? Yeah. Really? And it, it wasn't even like even saying derogatory stuff about them. Yeah, just saying it. Yeah, just, just saying it. And it's like. Just yeah. making an observation about what somebody looks yeah. like. Like, like you know, like you see a Florida man post and it's like, all right, yeah, that's that backwoods hillbilly white people stuff. Yeah. And it's like, up uh, ban. No, Florida man can be anybody. He can, but usually them backwoods, like, you know, oh, I was messing with my cousin. That's usually them hillbillies. I, I don't know, like, man. I've seen just Florida man of every oh yeah, fucking, I've seen Florida man of every, every color, variation. dude. Like I don't put Florida man 
Florida, like Florida man, man is an entity. Florida man has clearly been up for four days. Mm-hmm. That's Florida man to me. Like if you see somebody, like they've been up for four days, mm-hmm. whether they're white, Dude. black, fucking Cubans, whoever the fuck they are. Oh, speaking of ignorant stuff, because I actually did like think of ignorant Florida man stories. Yeah. So earlier, I watched this movie earlier. Uh, I was like, I'm gonna have to watch a while high because somebody had the idea. Let's put Paulie Shore in another movie again. Like recently? Yes. Jesus it's Christ. called House Guest. Where or a guest house or whatever, where this couple that are uh, you know dating, they buy a house together, mm-hmm. and there's a guest house. They're like, okay, so look, there's only caveat is this guy lives in the guest house. He's moving out soon, but you know you just have to deal with him for like a next month or so, and it's just them getting into it. At one point in this movie, Paulie Shore gets pissed at them, so he decides, hey, flack a possum. What? He- like he gave this possum flocka which is like this extreme like extremely fucked up drug like it makes you extremely aggressive it's like the shit that was turning people into zombies yeah, like they, five yep, years ago that's it okay. that's, it. that's yeah, the yeah. exact stuff okay gave it to a possum and was like go ahead dude that possum fucked them <laughs> like it wrecked everybody and then they they showed them in the hospital afterwards and the doctor's sitting there yeah you guys got fucked up like wait you a doctor you could like yeah like so you might be okay like wait it, i thought you the shot was gonna fix it. it it usually does but in this case you might still be fucked that guy might not live <laughs> like, wait so what? the premise of this movie is giving a possum no it's like fucking it's, uh, Florida basically, basically no the premise is like they're buying the house that paulie shore was living in right and he said and he's gonna move out but yeah, then he's, oh, in so the guest just house like a, he's basically Basically, any Paulie Shore role you could think of. Yeah. Stoner doing every drug he yep. could think of and stuff, you know, just partying. Paulie Shore the same way he's been since son-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh I'm boy. like, this is something I would have to be intoxicated to fully enjoy. Yeah. Because sober, I'm like, it's some funny parts, but not enough to where I'm like, dude, I'm going to watch this shit again sober. Right. Yeah. Dude, I watched that fucking, oh, so stupid. Uh, the new Harley Quinn movie. That was terrible. So look, it was like women power. You know, I watched it twice. I watched you it watched it twice. I watched it in theaters first. The oh, second boy. time I watched it, it was basically like background noises. I was working. Yeah, and it just so happened to be a slow day. Okay. So yeah, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, my only reasons for seeing it was because Rosie Perez I had a crush on Rosie Perez since I was a kid. Like, dude, Rosie Perez. Which one's that? Is that the she was canary? a cop. she was the cop. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But uh, also, Canary had a crush on her since I was a kid too. Because yeah, yeah. uh, Journey Smollett has just been like a babe since she was younger. Yeah, dude, know? she was smoking in that movie. Yeah. Like, okay, you know that was my reason for seeing it. Sure. And they completely wasted Ewan McGregor because the that? villain, the villain he played of uh, the bad guy, Black yeah. Mask. Dude, that's actually a great villain. Like, he's literally just a guy that has anger issues, loses his shit. Yeah. But he's like this badass crime boss. Yeah not what you saw in that movie like they literally had him just oh i just don't like women because they're women yeah he was like you could tell he was like just like a knockoff bad guy yeah and it's like dude, they made him seem like he was just like so inferior you to joker down such a great villain yeah and like you didn't have to you could have still did the girl power aspect and made him still what he is yeah because he literally hates everybody yeah. <laughs> he doesn't just hate you because you're a woman no he just hates you because right. he hates you that's all it is to it yeah, they could have made him. I don't know. It just seemed like a movie they didn't take seriously at all. They didn't. They just they were basically just capitalizing off the fact people love Harley Quinn. Here yeah. we go. And I and the one chick's fucking just I, huge, you know. Yeah, 
I think uh, that was one of the highest grossing movies this year because it was one of the last Jesus things that Christ. came out before quarantine. Yeah. Did you see um, they decided to do a Monster Hunter movie? No. What's that? You never heard of Monster Hunter games? No. It's like uh, this Capcom game where basically... Well, I've, I've heard that I've heard like those two words used yeah. together like as a game, but I Basically, don't know game. what it is. Basically, it's a game go around hunting monsters and stuff. You okay. know? Uh, it's actually not a bad game. It's pretty fun. Um, yeah. it, my, the last one that they came out with is actually on Game Pass for Xbox. It's pretty fun. Like, if you want to try to hop into it. I feel like that's where I've seen it recently. Yeah. Like, if you want to try to hop into it, I'll re-download it and try to play with, with you one day. But, is, um, is it cross play? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it is or not. Shit, not I, 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 I doubt it. I yeah. doubt it is. But, um, I don't like it's. It's not a bad game series. Like, play, bro? It's actually a good game series. Is it? They decided to make a movie of it. Now, it's Capcom property. So what did Capcom do when they did Resident Evil? They cast Mila Jovovich because they're like, we just absolutely love her. Her husband's the director of the movie. They cast her in this movie. Oh, God. Dude, for whatever reason, T.I. is in this movie, too. Well, T.I.'s been in quite a few movies, actually. Shouldn't have been in this movie. <laughs> Shouldn't have been in this movie. Like... The premise is you hunt monsters with like these different weapons, like you know swords, bows and arrows, spears and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, kind of set in an older time. Okay. For whatever reason, her and Ti and all the other characters, they're modern day military, and they somehow get transported to the world with the monsters, and they're trying to shoot them with guns. This doesn't work. Fucking monsters that are like big as shit. What else would you shoot them with? I mean, it's I, if, better than a sword. You gonna shoot a T Rex? Oh, these are like fucking like dinosaurs. Yeah, it's, it's like big monsters, okay. like not just small stuff. Like no, these are massive. Yeah. Well, I mean, at that point, you need you would need like you just military weapons, like missiles and like airstrikes and shit. Yeah, yeah tanks. Yeah. Dude, IGN did a review of it. It was like three, three out of ten. <laughs> brutal. I was like, I knew it was gonna be bad, but that bad because IGN usually does not give a bad review. Like, it takes a lot for yeah. IGN to really give you a bad review that's right. under a five. They were like, no. this Especially is just, if, like, a game port into a movie or something. I don't were, know. There's been some bad ones, though. There have been a lot of bad uh, games to movies. Yeah, yeah. like uh, Street Fighter. Was that a... That was a really bad movie, wasn't it? That was, it? yeah. Although, I do still have a special place in my heart for that one. Because that was one of Raul Julia's last films that he did. And he actually was great as Bison. The problem with that was just... Yeah. They decided to do John claude Van Damme. Is Guile or something? Who's or, the most oh, American Guile. character ever, but he has this accent. Yeah. <sighs> like, some of the... I'm not going to lie, because I went back and watched that movie like a couple months ago. Yeah. the co- Like, some of the casting and the costumes were actually nice. Like, it looked spot on for some of the costumes. But it was just yeah. a shit show. Well, you knew who every character was. You yeah, know, you like, was, uh, well, it was, was Blanca that, it, in that movie? Yeah, he was. There were some characters that you didn't notice who they were, though. Because, like, um, Dal Sim. A lot of people didn't realize oh. Dalson was the doctor that was trying to help Blanca. Is that the tall, like, kickboxer? No, uh, the Indian guy that stretches and stuff can stretch yeah, his yeah, arms Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he was in there. He was in there. Um, but other than that, everybody else, you kind of knew who they were. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't seen that movie since I was, like, fucking probably don't like go five. Back. Don't go back and watch it. I probably won't. Just, just don't. Like, there are some bad movies I can go back and watch. Like, as a kid, I love Double Dragon. Like okay. the game series and the cartoon. Yeah. So as an adult, I have a mental illness where I still watch the Double Dragon movie. <laughs> it's a horrible movie, a horrible, horrible movie. But yeah. I will sit through that all day if it's on. Right. Yeah. I don't think there's been a good video game movie, honestly. 
Now that I think about it. Like, well, I mean, there's one? movies that have turned into games, so that doesn't really count. Yeah, that doesn't count. But like a game turning into a movie. I mean, Mortal Kombat. The first one. The second one, not so much. The new one comes out, though, uh, in April. They're dropping a new one? Yep. Um, the cast, actually. Whew, man. When I saw the, the cast for the new one, I was like, man. What about Tron? <laughs> well, it was just it was turned to, I think, a game afterwards. Ooh, Mortal Kombat got a 2% on fucking Rotten Tomatoes. One of them. Let's see. This is the one from 97. Actually, yeah, that movie was terrible. Yeah, it was. The like, fuck am I talking the about? The first one was decent. The second one, uh, Armageddon, that was when everything just turned to complete and utter shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, the new one has a solid cast. Wait, um, there's a Ratchet and Clank movie? Oh, yeah. It was an animated movie. I think that one was actually good. Well, there's also fucking Angelina Jolie played fucking Tomb Raider. She did. Those were solid. Those were solid. Yeah. Well, the first one was great. The second one, not so much. Super Mario Brothers, classic movie. Oh, God. I tried to forget that movie. I actually went back like five, six years ago to watch it again. I was like, even as a kid, I knew this was horrible. Yeah. Because remember the Goombas? They were basically like dinosaur people in that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, what like, they looked like in that movie. Like, what? Bowser was just like an average dude. Oh, God. Yeah, that was That was, was bad. so bad. Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Okay, that was good. That was a <laughs> damn good movie. I was very shocked at how good that movie was. I, haven't, I still haven't seen it. I kind of want to watch because it's Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, right? Yep, it is. Yeah. It broke my heart a little bit, though, when I had, uh, after I seen it because a lot of people were wondering why they didn't use Professor Oak in the movie, who's like, you know, the most known Pokemon right. professor. And Nintendo actually said, they plan to, if they ever did a Pokemon movie, Professor Oak was going to be Robin Williams. Oh, and since shit. he unfortunately passed, yeah. they just said, no, we're not even going to put Professor Oak in there. Because oh, Robin Williams was a huge Nintendo fan. He he named his daughter Zelda. Oh, really? Yeah, his hmm. daughter's literally named Zelda Williams. Yep. I was looking uh, at games on the Switch mm -hmm. for some random reason. I'm just sick of the shit that I'm you know currently playing. Yeah, yeah. And there's that new Hyrule Oh, that, uh, it's like Dynasty Warriors. Have yeah. you ever played a Dynasty Warriors game? I haven't, but mm. it's like just hack and slash. But apparently yep. there's like a lot of story that like changes Breath of the Wild. Yeah, because it's technically like a sequel to it, I think, in yeah. some way. Like not a direct sequel, but like, you know. It's no, it's a prequel. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's like before all the shit that happens oh, in Breath yeah, of the that Wild. Is, that one is a prequel. Yeah. And then it leads in. Dude, yeah. all I want Nintendo to do. And they will make a ton of money by doing this. Nintendo has a habit of having stuff that people want and they refuse to do it. Yeah. Like it should not have taken until the switch to make a console Pokemon game. That actually is a full blown adventure. Which one? Like the new one? Yeah. Like that's technically the first console Pokemon game short of like Pokemon stadium, but they need to bring Metroid yeah. back. Oh, they're going to like, they're going to they already announced. They it, said they're they? working on prime, but dude, in the time that you're working on it, you should have done an HD remaster of the first Prime games, well, all three of them. Well, I read I read uh, some, an article about the Switch earlier today, mm -hmm. actually, while I was looking through all this stuff, um, and it's rumored that like they're gonna drop like a super system that like renders in 4K next year. I can see that because you know you know why I can see that. I mean, Nintendo's done it so many times with not just you know the actual 
uh, console. Well, not even console, but their handhelds. Like their 3DS and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. dude, there were so many Game Boys and Game Boy Advances right. and SPs and this, that, or the other. Yeah. I think I had every Game Boy Advance that existed until they made the Micro. Okay, I don't remember. I don't know. I've kind of it fell was like out a after teeny, like teeny tiny, like about the size of that. Okay. Yeah. Like no, nah, wasn't worth it. Right. <laughs> Screen too small. Well, they're because they're uh, the only reason that like people are really thinking this is gonna be a thing because the um, new consoles. Well, that too. But uh, Bloomberg mm-hmm. um, was t- talking about how Nintendo's um, partnering with companies to try and get mini LED technology because mm-hmm. they're using LCD screens right now. Yeah. So if you get mini LED, you can actually you can get, port in 4K. Yep. Um, and then that'll be a huge step for now. Yeah. And like a lot of, cause they're partnered with Nvidia. They're using Nvidia GPUs. Mm-hmm. So if they like, you could already just use anti-aliasing mm-hmm. and just super sample all of the fucking like rent. You could legitimately just render in 4k on a switch as it sits today. Yeah. So it's easy if you just have the screen that can actually render it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, um, apparently, Nintendo's been telling all the de- uh, game developers Get to ready. start making them in 4K. Yeah. And this was, l- like, earlier this year. Okay, good. I mean, I've seen it coming, though. They'll probably like, drop it with, like, Breath of the Wild 2. Probably. You something know? like that. Yeah. Or or drop the Metroid game, you know, yeah. and be Dude, like... I, I want a Metroid game so bad. Metroid, when, when it comes to, like, the Game Boy Advance, like, my favorite games to play on there were the Metroid uh, games that were on there because Fusion was the shit and Zero Mission was the shit to me. Yeah. And um, did you ever play Advance Wars? No. Actually, the the only one I've played of Super Metroid was the Super Nintendo one. Oh, no. It's not a Metroid game. It was, oh. it was like this game series called Advance Wars. No. Where it was, like a, it was like a turn-based war game. Okay. It was actually pretty fun to me. Like, as a kid, I sit up playing it for fucking hours, and it was fun as shit. Like nice little you know turnstile based. Oh uh, yeah yeah yeah. It was okay. like a kids version okay. of a remember Command and Conquer. Yep. Kids version of that. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at pictures of it right now. I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Like it was it was a very fun game. The first one was lit. The second one not so much. And then my third favorite series. Well no overall first favorite series of uh, the Game Boy Advance uh, lineup. Mega Man Battle Network. Mega Man games are fun though. Dude, but did you ever play like the Battle Network ones? No, no. It was a huge transition away from what you were used to. Okay. So like it was basically, you know, your Mega Man in the internet and, you know, you like build a deck of different attacks that you use or different defense mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Use that to battle in a turn-based system. Dude, that game was so fun because they even made it to like the later games in the series. Yeah. Where you can have Mega Man kind of, you know, do this thing they call it like cross soul or whatever, where he mixes powers with the other characters. So like he'll take Proto Man's power or Guts Man, Search Man and stuff like that. And they did some nice like actual redesigns of a lot of the characters too. Oh yeah. For that series. Like I love the Heat Man design on that series. The Heat Man? Heat Man. Heat Man, okay. Yeah. Let's say Heat Man. What the hell kind like of port is that? Yeah. <laughs> you put Heat Man in a Mega Man game. Dude, that would be kind of dope though. <laughs> I have the power. It's just like a fucking Smash Brothers <laughs> at that point. Man. All right, so we're a couple minutes over where we're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, totally went into this show. We kind of just winged it. We Yeah, we didn't like... But honestly, if, these it, are our best shows. Right? So, I mean, yeah. we literally just kind of just went the whole time for a straight hour. Yeah. I mean, we'll be getting back to that because football season slowly. Yeah. And it's twilight, sadly. Right. I mean, the last few games of the season, I mean, we could touch on some things right now, but it'd be kind of a waste. We yeah. we literally didn't plan anything for the show. We just kind of started talking. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. I think it was a good show. It was a good show. Not bad. Great follow, show. Follow Chris on Twitch. Right. We're gonna oh. speed run to get him banned. Right. We gonna <laughs> we gonna try. We'll make a buddy's Twitch and we just gonna do everything we can to get banned as yeah. quick as we possibly can. Yeah, we're just gonna put I'm gonna make an Android switch device <laughs> and just play porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like somebody spent seven dollars on five on freaking Jalen Hurts in our league. Yeah, he started uh who the fuck? Click on uh, Donnelly's team. He's got. He started. Who the? F- he started somebody terrible at quarterback uh, last that week. That makes sense, then. Yeah, that would make sense. And he's he's literally battling the the best team in our league right now. Yeah, I got you this week. So yeah, you do. Oh yeah, who did he have? At he started. Oh yeah, Ben. Yeah, he started somebody else though. Who did he, who did he drop? Well, it says he dropped uh, Josh Gordon for him. Did he make another another roster move? That's what I'm looking to see. Uh, no. Ah. Maybe he did start Roethlisberger, yeah. and that's what I'm thinking of. And Ben of. has been on a decline the last few weeks. They're just in a rut, dude. Well, they just – I mean, here's the thing, man. Pittsburgh is going to be fine, right? Like, they, they all season fine. long – All season – yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not beating Kansas City. Nah, they're they're not. not. Honestly, there's honestly, a few teams in the AFC. They're, they're not beating Tennessee. Honestly – even though they lost Monday night, I think you were saying it's Tennessee. I think the Browns might be the team that might have that best shot to give Kansas City a run for their money because that run game is just and the way that they do it. That's the that's the kicker. Because but, but if also you, if you play Tennessee and Henry goes down, that's kind of it. Henry's not going down. When have you ever seen him go down? You've never seen it, but right. I mean, still, it it can happen. Yeah, it's more likely that Chubb and Hunt goes down before mm, Henry goes down. I don't know, man. Henry's a fucking full grown man. All right? He is. He is. <laughs> um, no, dude. I I just think Tennessee's built for it. Baker has not been there. Baker's not. Gonna... He's been looking good the last few weeks, but yeah, yeah. He's get him into Baker. the postseason with Ottodell. Yeah, he's. They're getting fucking popped first round. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I know that Chubb and Hunt. That's the they're best amazing. duo. Yeah, Chubb could be one of the. Probably he might be the best pure runner in the NFL. Ooh, you see, uh, so I really feel bad for the Lions this week because Henry just needs to average, I think, like 200 or so yards the next three games, and he could hit 2,000. Oh, they're going to feed him, dude. Dude. Well, that was like that a couple he years ago, He might hit it? 300 this week on the Lions, especially how bad they are against the run. He might destroy them by itself. Wait, we have Tennessee this week? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're going to see the team I'm talking about. Like, it's going to be mm-hmm. such an embarrassment. And, yep. and like, I'm going to tell you, like, Tennessee's different, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to move up everybody's rankings. Tennessee is a good team. They're a damn good team. They've yeah. just ran into, like, the best Bengals team that that ever that the Bengals will. Like, you, you like in a few years, when Burrow's locked in, they get some they pieces. They actually have some pieces on defense They're to gonna stop look, the nose. Cincinnati's going to look like they did against Tennessee this season. Fair. Um, Who else? Was it Indy? I think they had they played a good game against and them. And Indy's just good. Like, yeah. You know. But um, I'm telling you, man, Tennessee is the, is the other team in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it now. Unless Pittsburgh can just magically get healthy overnight and stop dropping catches. Yeah. Tennessee is the other Dude, team. Dude, the fact that they have so many drops. Right. And I just love, though, going on Twitter when, uh you know, our boy has his drops. And old Ebron. Oh, my God. They <laughs> roast him so bad. Dropped him as prime. Dropped him as prime, yeah. <laughs> That's really what he is. He's been at his whole career. He had the one season in Indy 
yep. where he caught you know two hundred touchdowns, whatever the hell it was. It was it was a lot though. He caught like thirteen or fifteen touchdowns or something Man, crazy for crazy. Indy. But I mean that was like in his prime, Andrew Luck. Yeah. Um. And outside of that, he literally just drops everything. Yep. Like I don't understand. Pitts. I mean, I get Pittsburgh bringing him in. They lost Jesse James to us, and Heath or not Heath Miller. Um, who else do they have? Um, it was Heath and Jesse James. It was somebody else, though. Yeah, there was somebody else. I just can't think had. of the name of the guy. Um, regardless, no, nah, that's gonna fucking beat me up now because I right, can't think of who Because I can't was. think of who it is. Either. I know Jesse James was like their guy, but they also had the other guy, uh, Vance McDonald, right? Yeah, that was it. That's yeah. who it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I mean, you got to replace those guys. Yeah, Ebron, you know, could be a first round talent. You saw what he did in Indy. Yeah, you, know, you hope to get that. But basically, but really, what they have right so, now, like a lot of his stuff in Indy, as good of a season as he had, it was really just a few splash games that really did that. So yeah, I can't even say it was like, a good season because he per had se. like those three touchdown games out of nowhere, like and then big yard. I think he games did that twice. Those. Yeah, it was like two or three times he did it. Yeah, maybe four. Well, in that three touchdown games. That would just be crazy. Yeah. I mean, that just doesn't happen. <laughs> but I think he did have three twice in that season. Yeah, he did. Yep. Like, it was just... Ebron was... I don't get... But, I mean, not even... It's not it. even just him. It's uh, Dwayne John... Or Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Or... Is that his name? Yep. Deontay Johnson. Yeah. Um, James, James Washington. Washington. They're all... Juju dropping. even. Juju not... Isn't dropping as much, but he's not getting the targets. Like, Chase Claypool was dropping. I saw him drop a few. I mean, they just got to get it figured out. Once they get it figured out, Pittsburgh's back in that, oh, shit, this is a good team. Yeah. Um, NFC doesn't really matter. They're going to get ran over by the Chiefs. <laughs> uh, the Rams might be able to do something, but that that would be actually great for the show if it's a Rams-Chiefs Super Bowl. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, voices given out. That's our show. Uh-oh. He, he's losing it. The moneymaker's going. <laughs> Uh, follow us on all the, you know, fun stuff. Right. You know, all those accounts and social medias and all that yeah. stuff. And maybe we'll do another wing it episode next week. Who knows? We could. I mean, it's, it'll although we do have like, so, oh wait, yeah. Next week's Christmas. Yep. We'll probably release Christmas. something on Thursday Yeah, and we'll just do it over discord or something. Make it easy. Right. Merry Christmas. Actually, no, no, no. It's Christmas Eve Thursday. Yeah. Maybe I don't we'll know. Do the day after. I mean, we could do it today. You'll after. get an episode when you get a fucking episode, right. right? You'll you'll either get it next Saturday, you know, maybe 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 I'll try to swing through uh, when I get off. Um, maybe Wednesday. we don't do one, or maybe just not, right. You know, keep an eye out. And exactly. uh, <laughs> that's our show. Peace, peace. Now I can even hear what you say. I ain't fair to do shit. Look, it ain't about money. Bitch, you can miss me with it. Bitch, nigga, miss me with it. Turn, turn, turn. I in the eleven. I pack in the eleven. I'm riding the gator, my shoes are just seven. No, no, uh, what, what they say? Yeah. I'm sliding like the reverend, I shoot at the reverend. Right, hey. right. Hands out the grocery store, they stuff with ladies. Hey. She try to make the ashes, I tell on these bitches. Hey.